Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. If you would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, and we'll be looking at verses 11 through 15 today. Now last week, we began to look at what proves that Jesus is the Son of God, what proves his deity, and what we looked at was the different proofs that the Bible gives is the miracles that he performed, his, his work in creation, and then his teachings and his death, burial, and resurrection. And the first proof that we looked at was parts of his miracles. We looked at how he cast out demons and the fact that he was able to cast out demons as well as the demonic powers being subject to him is one of the proofs of his deity. And today what we're going to look at is a second proof in his miracles, and that is his power over life and death. Jesus has power over life and death. So think about something. When we look at God, God is, he is life. He is a God of life. And he created all life. And he breathed life into his creation. One way we can look at this is how one of the first acts of creation after he created the heaven and the earth was he created plants. Well, plants provide oxygen for us. Without oxygen, there is no life on this planet. They provide food. Then when we look a little deeper into the book of Genesis, uh, one thing that I'm reminded of is where Hagar and Ishmael had been cast out from Abraham and Hagar and Ishmael had run out of food and water and what was one thing that God did? He opened up Hagar's eyes where she could see where there was water. He provided life in giving them water. Then in the book of Exodus, we see where God provides life to Israel when they are in the wilderness. He provides food and water for Israel. But then we also see his power over life and death in the Old Testament. If you turn to 1 Kings in chapter 17, verses 17 through 24, we have Elijah where he raises the widow's son back to life after the widow's son had died. And then when you go forward a little bit in 2 Kings chapter 4 and you look at verses 8 through 37, you see where Elisha raises the Shunammite's son back to life. God provided power to Elijah and Elisha where they could raise the dead. God is the God of life, and he has power over life and death. And this is also shown in the power that Jesus has over life and death. 
And that's what we're going to be looking at today. So if you look at Luke chapter 7, verses 11 through 15, it's written, And it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain. And many of his disciples went with him and a great multitude. Now when he came near to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out who was the only begotten son of his mother, which was a widow and much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not. And he went and touched the coffin and they that bare him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak, and he delivered him to his mother. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us today, Lord, as we worship. Just give us an insight and understanding into your word. And Lord, I just pray that you would just... Help us today, Lord, help us just to look into your word, help us just to learn from it, and help us just to walk in it. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with those that could not make it today, those that may be sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones, we just lift them up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. And Lord, I just pray again that you would be with us today, Lord, as we worship. Just hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, if there is anyone here today that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts today and just bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, when we look in the scripture, this is not the only account in the scripture of Jesus raising the dead. There are four different accounts in the Bible where Jesus raises the dead. Now here we have the account of the widow's son, but then there is also the account where Jesus raises Jairus' daughter. And that is found in Matthew chapter 9. If you look at Matthew chapter 9 verses 18 through 19 and then 23 through 26. Also in Mark 5, 22 through 24 we find the same account. And then it's also seen in... in in Mark 5, 35 through 43, and then Luke 8, 41 through 42, and then in Luke 49 through 56, we have the account of Jesus raising Jairus' daughter back from the dead. And then we also have the account of Jesus raising Lazarus in John chapter 11. We see where Jesus raises Lazarus, and that's found in verses 17 through 44, where Jesus goes into Bethany and he he raises Lazarus back from the dead. But then there's also a fourth account. And we'll look at that one in a moment. But what we see in these different accounts is that God is the God of life. He's the God of life. Each one of these miracles show that Jesus has power over life and death. It shows God has power over life and death. And what this shows us is that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He has the power over life and death. 
So when we look at Jesus raising the widow's son, look at what happens in this passage of Scripture. The first thing that we see is that Jesus and his disciples are going into the city of Nain, and when they get into the city, near the city gate, they come upon a funeral procession. And what we see is that this man who was the only son of this woman had died and he is being carried out of the city. And it also tells us is that the woman is a widow. And what is one thing that God had told Israel back in the law? And we also see it in the way the, the disciples were were instructed, they were to care for widows and orphans. And we see that Jesus, seeing this widow and her only son had died, he has compassion on this woman. And he goes over to this woman, and we see this in verse 13, he goes over to this woman and he tells her not to weep. He says, weep not. And then he goes over to the coffin. And he touches it. And what happens is when he touches the coffin, the procession stops. Basically, he was stopping the procession from going any further out of the city. And then he goes over to this coffin and he says, Young man, I say unto thee, arise. And then immediately, once Jesus says this, immediately this young man sits up and he starts to talk. And then he is taken back to his mother. But I want you to notice something. What's one thing we're not told in this passage that we do find with Jairus' daughter and we do find with Lazarus? We're not told how long this man had been dead. But notice... With Jairus' daughter, she had just died. With Lazarus, Lazarus had been dead for four days. But here, we're not told, but what we are told is that this man had been prepared for burial because he was already clean for burial and already in the coffin. We also see that a funeral procession had been formed. And they were leading him out of the city. So he had been dead for at least a day or more. And what we also see in this is that he was dead. Because he had been prepared for burial. He wasn't asleep. He hadn't passed out. He was dead. And they were getting ready to bury him. But one thing we also see from this is that God can raise the dead. God creates life. He is the creator of life. We see this in his acts of creation. If you turn back to Genesis chapter 1, the first act of creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then we see point by point where God creates life. 
But here we also see that he has power not only over life, but over death. The power of life. But we also see something else, that God cares for his creation. And I want you to to really notice how God cares for his creation. Turn over to Matthew chapter 10 real quick. And I want you to look at verse 29. Because this really shows us the care that God has for creation. If we don't see it in how he is raising the dead and how he heals the sick and how he casts out demons, this one little verse, this one little statement in this verse shows his care for creation. Look at what Jesus says. He says that God knows when a sparrow dies. How big is a sparrow? It's a tiny little bird. And you see sparrows all the time when you go to a restaurant or you go to like a shopping center, you see these little bitty birds hopping around in the parking lot. Those are little sparrows. Little bitty birds. But God knows even when the sparrow dies. So what does that tell us? It tells us that God knows when the smallest of the animals die. When a little mouse dies, God knows. But he also knows when the large animals die. When when an elephant dies, when a giraffe dies, when a whale dies, God knows. But it also tells us and shows us that God knows when an insect dies. The smallest of insects, God knows when they die. And if God knows when these small animals or the large animals or the insects die and he cares for them, how much more does he care for us? He knows when we die. He knows when we're born. He knows when we die. And as Jesus tells us, he also knows how many hairs we have on our head. He knows all about us. And he cares for us just as he cares for everything else in his creation. He cares for his creation and he has power over his creation. And he has power over life. And he has power over death. And here he shows that power in commanding the young man to arise. Why? Because he cared not only for this young man, but he also cared and had pity on his mother that she had lost her son. But I want you to notice something else. If we look at the account of Jairus' daughter, what does he tell Jairus' daughter? Young woman, arise directing it at Jairus' daughter. Here, he tells the young man, young man, arise, directing it at that young man. And then when Lazarus is raised from the dead, he directs it at Lazarus. Lazarus, come forth. 
So the command to rise was directed at that individual. Because this shows us the power of God. Because if he had just commanded arise, all the graves would have opened everywhere. So he was directing it at the specific individual because of the power he has over life and death. And once he commanded the dead to arise, they arose. The spirit went back into the body immediately. The resurrection was immediate because only God can give life. Only God has power over life and over death. And only God can raise those who are dead. And this miracle, as does Jesus raising Jairus' daughter and Lazarus, proves that Jesus Christ is the Son of God because of his power over life and death. They prove that he is God. But there's also one other miracle that we're going to look at, one other resurrection that we're going to touch base on real quick And we're going to look at it in more detail later on. And this is a resurrection that proves Jesus is God, and that's his own resurrection. It is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Only God can raise the dead. But I want to point out something to you. Turn over to John chapter 2 real quick and look at verse 19. In John chapter 2, verse 19, Jesus says, if you destroy the temple, I will raise it up in three days. Talking about himself. So he says he will resurrect himself. And then in John chapter 10, verse 18, Jesus says that he will lay down his life and then he will take it up again. He has power to do that. Willingly lay down his life and willingly take it up again. Only God can raise the dead. He is saying that he will resurrect himself. But then I want you to look at something. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 1, Paul says that the Father raised Jesus from the dead. What is it that Christ says? I and my Father are one. And then in Romans 1, 4 and Romans 8, 11, Paul says that the Holy Spirit raises the dead. The Holy Spirit is God, just as much as the Father and the Son. And then in 1 Peter 3.18, Peter says that the Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all active in resurrection. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit showing that there is one God, and God is one. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit all active in Jesus' resurrection. So who raises the dead? God. Who raised Jesus from the dead? God. Who is Jesus? God. The Son of God and God the Son. God himself. The power that he has over life and death. His raising the dead and his raising from the dead 
His own resurrection proves he is God. And it proves his power. Not only over physical life and physical death, but it also proves that he has power over spiritual life and spiritual death. Eternal life and eternal death. He gives us life, spiritual life, and eternal life. Just as much as he gives us physical life. And we need the life that he gives. And if you are not, if you do not know him as your Lord and Savior, if you have never received him or the life that he gives, receive him today. Because he is the Son of God and the giver of life. Let's stand for prayer. Most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, for the promises that you give us. And I thank you, Lord, that you give us life. And that you are the creator of life. And Lord, I just pray that today as we come before you, if there's anyone that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, if there's anyone that needs to make a decision for you, just pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. Just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.